Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,393. Today we're celebrating the Audrain Newport Concours and Motor Week. It takes place September 25th through October 1st in beautiful Newport, Rhode Island. To learn more about this spectacular event and get your tickets, go to AudrainConcours.com. And our guest today, well, he's a returning guest. You're going to know his name and we're going to have some fun. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today, I'm back in beautiful Newport, Rhode Island with a long-term friend and a very special returning guest here. You all know him as Donald Osborne. Donald, welcome back to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Absolutely, Mark. I've never been readier. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. Now, before I give you a little introduction, as if you need one, because everybody who is calls himself a car enthusiast knows who you are, but I just want to cite something here, Donald, because you're setting a record here today. Most appearances on Cars Yeah, Sandra Button and you were neck and neck, but today you take off a little bit ahead of her with five appearances plus one uh, on Buy, Sell, Hold when I was producing that with Keith Martin. So congratulations, you're the winner. Thank you very much, Mark. You know that I'm slightly competitive <laughs> to uh, be able to uh, pass a wonderful and talented and capable and entertaining guest like Sandra uh, in the last turn right before the uh, checkered flag is really quite satisfying. And I know that, that she would congratulate me on, on, on a well-fought victory. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, she's smiling now and she's planning her revenge uh, for her next appearance <laughs> here. No doubt. That'll be too cool as well. Well, let me give you an introduction here just for the few listeners that might go, wait, Donald Osborne, I know that name from somewhere. And we're going to dive into a couple things here. Donald Osborne is the chief executive officer at Audrain in Newport, Rhode Island, where he oversees the Audrain Automobile Museum, Audrain's Newport Concorde Elegance and Motor Week, which we'll be talking about today. And of course, the wonderful Linkage Magazine. It's a quarterly. Actually, you've got extra issues now, so it's uh, beyond quarterly. That's right. Times of the year. Yeah, that's right. Automotive publication and website. I've been a subscriber since day one. And of course, you regular listeners hear me promoting them on every show here. Love that publication. With their tagline, a geared for the automotive life. Linkage is all about the automotive marketplace, driving, restoration, collecting events, and discovering the passion we all have for automobiles. Donald is an automotive consultant, a historian, accredited senior appraiser, and a member of the American Society of Appraisers. And he's an opera singer too. If you've listened to some past shows, he even sang happy birthday to my mom on one of these shows. So that's pretty cool. You'll recognize Donald from his appearances on Jay Leno's Garage and the Audrain videos. And you'll find him walking the lawns of numerous Concours events all over the world. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsors. So give them a little love. They keep the petrol in the tanks here. And we'll be right back to talk about wonderful week at Audrain's. Buckle up. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up. 
way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Lipson? the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States. That's right. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars Yeah! has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars Yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique in very personal way, well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyad.com or through the website at carsyad.com today to learn more. So, Donald, before we get into what's coming up here at Audrain again this year, because you guys put on such a wonderful event in a very magical and special place, part of the USA, I want to go back to last month because you and I, we said hello during dawn patrol early morning. The difference was while I was drinking coffee and eating my donut, you were driving out to the lawn. Uh, you brought two very, very special vehicles to Pebble Beach. And I wanted you to touch on these cars because a lot of people, when you say the word Pegaso, they go, wait, I think I know what he's talking about. What is that? But you guys weren't enough to bring just one Z102. You brought two of them. So can you talk a little bit about the cars? And by the way, congratulations, you took home an award. Thank you very much, Mark. Um, I can talk for just a little while about Pegasus because I really could talk for a very, very, very <laughs> long time about Pegasus. I know, I know. They are <laughs> they are a fascinating car. The story of Pegaso is absolutely amazing. And, you know, this is one of the things that we share, uh, Mark, and I think that I share with the people that I really enjoy spending time with and getting to know. We love cars. But it's the stories behind the cars that really makes them special. Um, and the Pegaso is one of those uh, marks that is just such an incredible story. A Spanish truck manufacturer conspires to build the most sophisticated and advanced GT and sports racing cars 
of the post-war era, and uh, all because of the vision of one fellow, Wilfredo Ricard, who had been the chief engineer for the Alfa Romeo Racing Department and advanced projects in the 1930s and 40s, uh, went back to his native Spain at, after the end of uh, World War II and was tasked with developing in NASA, the Spanish national truck builder, to bring it to an international level of uh, design and uh, marketing. And he thought, okay, the best way to do this is to train a bunch of engineers, haha, <laughs> to build these incredibly sophisticated and completely overcomplicated cars. It was something that Ricard was sort of known for. He, he devised all sorts of diabolical Alfa Romeo uh, Formula One cars, or rather Grand Prix cars and uh, racing cars, and many of which were not built because of the war. But he thought, well, you know, I think that what we need to do is to build a four cam V8 sports car with a five-speed gearbox, <laughs> rear transaxle, inboard brakes, and any solution that could have been uh, arrived at in a very simple manner, he thought, let's do it the complicated way. <laughs> yeah, why not? He had access to hundreds of apprentices who just went crazy making uh, these things. And of course, they wanted to have a, a commercial success of this, which they did not. The records of the time claim that the company built 300 cars. They actually built about 76 between 1952 and 1958. And each one of them, much in the, in the, in the mold of the Tucker, each one is actually a prototype. No two are alike. Uh, they were clothed by some of the uh, most interesting and capable carrosseria in the world. Uh, there are some that were designed by Ricard and built by uh, the factory in Spain, the Inasa-bodied cars, and then there were some bodied by Salchik in France, and uh, most actually bodied by Carrozzeria Touring in Italy. And to your point, the Audrain brought two Pegasus, as you said, one a 1953 Touring-bodied Coupe, and the other, a 1952 NASA body lightweight competition coupe, one of three built, and the only one which qualified for the Monaco Grand Prix of 1952, which was run that year, not for single-seaters, but for sports cars. Wow. It was really quite a thrill. Both of these cars were a part of the legendary collection of Dr. Nicholas Begovich, which the Audrain Collections acquired in uh, 2020. And these are the last two of the cars when the collection was acquired, uh, 14 cars. These two cars were in the middle of restoration. Actually, one of them, the sports car, the racing car, the restoration actually hadn't begun. It had been a part since Nick Begovich bought it from the Hara Collection in the 1960s. Oh, my gosh. So it was absolutely extraordinary Thing to uh, to bring these cars back to stunning, vivid life. Uh, the incredibly capable folks at RM Restorations in uh, Ontario did the restoration of the race car, and our friends at Automotive Restorations Inc. in Stratford, Connecticut, restored the uh, touring-bodied car. They were also quite uh, honored to be featured as the art on the Pebble Beach Tour d'Elegance poster yes, yeah, this year. Fantastic. The, the 25th anniversary. It's amazing because, you know, you and I have been going to Pebble Beach for many, many, many years. Um, I'm sure you remember, as I do, the time before the tour existed. And I can't believe it's now been 25 years <laughs> I know. of the tour. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so there were these two Picassos uh, starring on the tour poster. And, and that was also a thrill. Well, those cars were spectacular. Uh, all the Picassos lined up. I mean, all the cars at Pebble Beach, but the Picassos lined up there. It was a beautiful little, uh, almost looked like a Ferrari Barchetta Pegaso, a white car that was done by my friends here locally in the Pacific Northwest, uh, formerly Dennis International, the talented team there. Uh, and that car they pulled off in six months. And it was, I don't know how they did it. He said they lived 
at their uh, facility for six months to get that car done on the lawn, but all were beautiful. Well, let's get into, well, by the way, before I move forward, I'm going to put a video, post a video link onto Donald's show notes page here. You can go to the Audrain website and see it, where he talks even more in depth about these wonderful cars during car week. So uh, there you go. But let's get on to Audrain, Concord, and Motor Week. And I want to start with September 25th. It's coming up very fast here. You have a thing called Audrain Young Timers. What is the Young Timers event all about? It's important because you bring up something which is, is vital to understand. Young Timers does not refer to the age of the enthusiast. It refers to the age of the car. And this is one of the things, it's young timers, Audrain young timers, collecting moving forward. One of the things that so excites me about collecting, car collecting is new. Basically, it, it started after the end of World War II. And uh, there are people that think, well, car collecting is very, very tightly tied to this sort of bell curve. The cars that we were crazy about when we were 14 years old become cars of interest when we're 40 years old and we can afford to buy them. And as we age out, as we decide to stop collecting and stop using our cars when we're 70 or 80 years old, those cars become completely uninteresting to people and sort of fall by the wayside. Nothing could be further from the truth. I view and and many people view the car collecting universe as a universe. As the universe is constantly expanding, so is the field of car collecting. People are as interested in cars from the veteran age at the turn of the 20th century as they are in the modern classics. You realize that a car built in 2003 is 20 years old now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man, time is flying by us, isn't it? And so that's what Young Times is about. It's those cars that are 15, 20, 25 years old that people who've always been around cars sort of took for granted. They become wallpaper. But you realize that now enough time has passed that some of those cars have proven themselves and passed the, the test of time to show their point of importance in their age that the emotional connection that they have made with the public and with owners and with enthusiasts. And so we need to take a second look at these cars because think about this. In 1984, a 1964 Porsche 356 is a 20-year-old used car. Yes, there were some people who thought, well, this is really something and it's worth preserving, but many people just would have passed it by. Now is the opportunity that we have to look at these cars with a new set of eyes and also look to see where wonderful convergences of, of enthusiasts come. And the best example I like to bring up is the Porsche 944. Mm, yeah. When the 944 came out in the 1980s, I actually ordered one new. I canceled my order and bought a, a, a Scirocco instead for a variety of reasons. But I find the 944 a fascinating car, incredible driving dynamics. I think a really attractive design. And it's really interesting that because of its affordability and because of those wonderful dynamic driving capabilities, people who are in their 20s have discovered these cars as a great entry-level Porsche. And meanwhile, guys my age and your age remember these cars from when they were first introduced. So we have enthusiasts of varied ages all agreeing that this is a car worth paying attention to, preserving, enjoying. Yeah. That's what Young Timers is all about. Okay. Well, it's wonderful. Now, I didn't know you had a Scirocco. I had my first brand new car I ever bought off a showroom floor was the first generation Scirocco, but I didn't know you had one. 
Ah, I did have one. I had two. I also had a 1975 Scirocco, my first one, first generation. And then I had a 1986, the uh, second generation. There you go. Well, so I'll, yes. I'll see. My my taste, <laughs> my test levels were even up to your levels back then. So I feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> I can say mine were up to yours. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. We we kick off the 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 Concor the Concor and Motor Week really begins on on Thursday the 28th. But we give that little preview enthusiasm kick on. The previous Sunday, the 24th, with our third Audrain Young Timers event. And so we'll have people come show off these cars that are 15, 20, 25 years old. Uh, we encourage the owners to also dress in the style of, of their cars. And they are judged uh, by their dress, by the cars, by their story, what their connection is with this car, what made them want to have this car and preserve this car and restore this car and use this car. I love and and so it's a really exciting uh, event that uh, we welcome people to. It's also combined with one of our traditional Cars and Coffee events. We have an extremely long Cars and Coffee season uh, here, uh, 26 events from April through November. And uh, so it'll be combined with a Cars and Coffee event. And so everyone can come out and just have a great time. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Ah, sounds spectacular. I love it. You're also going to have some um, seminar series again, right? Yes, I think this is uh, for me. It's one of the most exciting parts of the uh, the Motor Week. The fact that we have these amazing seminars um, with some really special people in the uh, in the industry. Um, We've got a wonderful seminar I'm really looking forward to called Women at Speed on Tour and Track with the great Merle Mullen, the wonderful collector who has done car tours with amazing cars all over the world. Lynn St. James, the legendary path-breaking <laughs> yeah. uh, racer. I know who's a great friend of yours as well, Mark. Yeah. Indy Rookie of the Year when she uh, first made her appearance at the Indy 500. And uh, Kana Comer, who is a delightful uh, young woman who is the mother of two, a great auto enthusiast, grew up in and around racing cars, still has time to go to the racetrack and uh, do some really competitive club racing. So, you know, you can find your connection with cars no matter where you are. And certainly, we all know this quite well, car enthusiasm certainly has no gender. There's, there's no doubt about that. One of our favorite people as well, uh, Ed Welburn, the uh, retired global uh, VP of Design for General Motors and a great friend of ours here at the Audrain, a great friend of mine, uh, is coming to do a uh, seminar which is very interesting called Longer, Lower, Wider. Now, that, of course, was, was a mantra for Detroit designers for, for decades. And um, in Ed's presentation, which is very, very, very interesting, he's going to take us on a path from the late 1930s through the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s to the present day. And he, he will he will unveil something which many people will find shocking. I know I was very surprised when I saw it. But for those people who I'll just give this little hint. Okay. For those people who think the entire idea and concept of vehicles that are the size of the crossover today, we may have been there before. Let's mm, just say that. Okay. Okay. I like it. Well, Ed's a past guest here. <laughs> Great speaker. So that's going to be fun. Another one I know you're having uh, is... Responsible auto donation and estate planning. 
right? Yes. And that is, uh, you know, quite, quite frankly, one of the things that we really try to encourage here at the Audrain Automobile Museum and also I think all of our colleague uh, organizations, uh, auto, museum, auto museums around the country, really this is a very important part of our mission to make sure that enthusiasts who perhaps don't have a, a family member or a friend to which they, they wish to leave their cars once they stop enjoying them or uh, they're doing their estate planning, to think about what it means to leave a car to an institution like the Audrain, what the best way to do that might be, uh, how you want to plan your estate, and also looking at responsible auto donation. It's a sad thing, but true, that there are a number of very, very visible uh, auto donation sites that you might see advertised whose job is not really a very clear and transparent one. Many of the many of the uh, the the costs are very high. The uh, charitable proportion of, of what they give is fairly low. So it's really important to do your homework and make sure that in, in your intention that you can actually do the best you can. And we've got two terrific people. Uh, Joe Hearn uh, started a company based here in uh, Rhode Island that uh, handles the car donations for organizations such as Habitat for Humanity and other very well-known and very well-run charities, as well as for us here at the Audrain Automobile Museum. And he's going to uh, bring the seminar attendees through sort of what happens to your car after it's donated and what the different ways of donating a car. It doesn't have to be a super valuable collector piece to make a real difference as a donation to an institution like the Audrain. And John Boxer uh, is one of the leading estate planners in the country, and he can talk about the ways that your enthusiasm can continue to do good long after you stopped enjoying your car. I love it. Along with Joseph Hearn, I understand, right? Yes, exactly. And by the way, that seminar is a free seminar because we want people to really know exactly what uh, is going on with this uh, idea. And so we want to encourage as many people as possible to come and uh, see the seminar. You still have to register for it just as you buy the tickets for the other seminars in our seminar series. But uh, this one is at no charge to the attendees. Very nice. I love it. Another interesting one, cars and guitars. Now, since I'm a guitar guy and uh, grew up playing the guitar, this is kind of interesting. A match made in Motown? Exactly. Perry Margulov is a fascinating character. He is one of the leading music producers uh, in the country. He's worked with all of the top jazz and uh, R&B artists and, and some rockers as well. And he is, of course, not only passionate about guitars. He is a guitarist himself and collects and occasionally sells uh, some guitars, but he's also a car nut and everything from vintage Bentleys to Myers Manx. So that that's in his brief for, for his car enthusiasm. And he and I have had great conversations about all the musicians that he has known over the years, especially the guitarists. And there seems to be a, a specific connection between guitarist and car enthusiasm. Um, we're not quite sure why. Perry's going to tell us a little bit about why he thinks that is. Um, but it has to do with function, design, all the things that, that draw us to cars also draw musicians to cars and us to guitars. So it's, it's really interesting. And uh, again, it's one of those things that is totally obvious once it's pointed out to you. But you think, wow, that's something. And that's one of the things that we like to do in all of our seminar series is to to combine the expected with the aha moments. Well, you do that really well. Another fun thing, and of course, these car shows, these car events are all about family and bringing kids. You're going to be doing something called a fiberglass car painting? What's going on here? 
Well, many people who, who are listening to this podcast uh, may be familiar with the cow parades that you'd see uh, around town. Actually, it's, it's, it's an international phenomenon where um, local artists and, and, and local uh, organizations uh, paint these fiberglass cows and they put them all around oh, uh, town. Oh, yes. a fundraising had, idea. Here in the Northwest, we had pigs. <laughs> Precisely. Cows, pigs. Well, this is that but with a car. Oh. It's a car that's sort of in the shape of a 1957 Chevy, but instead of commissioning uh, professional artists to do it, we are going to have the kids who come and visit our family area at the uh, Conqueror Village the International Tennis Hall of Fame paint this car. So we'll have three sessions over the course of three days and three 20-minute sessions each day, rather, over the course of three days, where the kids can come and try their hand at painting this car. And we're, we're hoping for something that makes the BMW art cars <laughs> pale in comparison by the time <laughs> these kids are finished. Uh, it's, it's going to be something very, very special. And it's one of the, the, the core parts of the mission here at the Audrain is to involve very young people. And there are people who, who say, oh, gee, you know, I'm afraid of, of what's going to happen to the future of car collecting and the car community. And if you visit one of our cars and coffees, you come to the Concord Motor Week, you see how incredibly enthusiastic young people are about the cars of all ages. And it's something that we, we really want to uh, promote. I know you're going to get there in a moment, but I'm just going to sort of sneak ahead to one of the key features of our Concord Delegant yep. on Sunday, which is our 30 under 30 class. Love it. The brainchild of, of our friend Jay Leno, who thought it's so important to provide access for young people. You and I, as young enthusiasts, we sort of looked through the fence, as it were, at the pebble beaches of the world and thought, gee, that would be really something one day, maybe. Uh, now I can dream of it. But we realized that we all started somewhere. And uh, so Jay's idea, which we have wholeheartedly embraced and, and really developed to uh, a very fine point, is to include on the Concord field, judged classes, owners who are 30 years old and younger, who have $30,000 or less invested in their cars. And it has been such an amazing hit, not only because of the young people that have entered who are just thrilled that their cars can be on the same field and seen at the same time as Duesenbergs and Bugattis and Rolls Royces, but also the people with the senior, uh, very valuable collector cars who are thrilled to see a bit of themselves as a youngster on the Concord field and to know that there is a future that we are providing for a future that they are helping to build a future for collector cars. And by the way, a past winner of that class, Carter Kramer with his beautiful orange 2002 has been a guest here on the show and uh, he has since uh, gotten married too. So uh, yeah, yes. pretty cool. Pretty cool. I love it. It's amazing. I'm glad you snuck that in because I was going to say, okay, we're going to talk about this in a minute. Also, an auction, of course. Uh, it isn't a car week of festivities without a wonderful Bonhams car auction thrown in there. So that's part of the show, right? Yes, they're coming back for their third auction here with us as a partner. They'll be selling uh, 54 cars on uh, Friday evening, and that's going to be a very, very exciting uh, auction. It's one of those things that uh, is quite interesting. Uh, as a native New Yorker and someone who lived most of his life in the Northeast, except for my stint in Southern California for a decade, it's been a tricky business to try to sort of break the uh, the, the code to people in, in the Northeast and especially New England coming out to buy cars at public auction. I think our friends at Bonham have broken that code because they put together an assortment of cars that really speak to the enthusiasts that are here who are very much 
in the experiential mode. They want cars that they can drive, they can use, they can take to shows, take on tours. And uh, Bottoms has really, I think, read the uh, the community well. And uh, they're terrific folks and very much the folks that you want to have uh, who also partner with us on another event that we have here, uh, which is building in great popularity, are Newport, Bristol, Newport Veteran Car Tour, which we do in April. Uh, next year, it's going to be at the end of April, April 28th. We feature cars that are 1908 and older. Oh, my gosh. Making wow. this wonderful 50-mile uh, drive from Newport up to Bristol and back. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely great. And we get people lining the streets to watch the cars and Bonham supporting it because they're very, very big in that uh, in that space as well. So it, it's wonderful to have our friends at Bonham's back uh, here at the uh, Motor Week. Absolutely. I've had many people from Bonham's on the show here. And that drive sounds, that tour, that old timer tour sounds a lot like the one that I think you've participated in. It's in England every year. Out to the coast, I think? Yes, the London to Brighton. I personally have not done the London to Brighton. Uh, our chairman of the Audrain, Nick Shorts, has done the London to Brighton and oh, okay. is uh, 1902 Yale. And um, it's a uh, it's a fascinating thing. Again, you mentioned, and I'll, I'll put the uh, shameless plug in here, <laughs> yes. the Audrain Museum Network, where we post uh, two new videos every week. And on the Audrain Museum Network, you can see a video of the uh, of this year's uh, Newport Bristol Newport tour. And uh, in authentic British fashion, we had drizzle for the day. <laughs> yes. And uh, for, for, for those of us Americans, it's a very funny thing because we think of drizzle as a light rain. But for the Brits, drizzle is when it's so humid and the, just the moisture hangs in the air. <laughs> and so I'm, I drove a 1906 Ford Model S, delightful, delightful car from the Audrain collections. And literally, I was drinking rainwater through my lips <laughs> as I drove. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was quite something. Quite something. Something every every enthusiast should experience. You don't have to tell me about rain because I live in the Pacific Northwest, although we don't get the humidity. <laughs> so there's a little difference there. I understand it. But we do get some real rain. But uh, it's absolutely wonderful. Fantastic. Let's talk about the Concorde because this Concorde is it's real. It's a real Concorde de Elegance. And I say that because a lot of people have what they call Concours, But you guys have world-class vehicles at this event, right? Well, thank you very much. Yes, we do. We've got some amazing vehicles uh, coming to the Concours. We have some uh, special classes, of course. Every Concours d'Elegance uh, has special classes. Uh, this year, we're celebrating the anniversary of MG, oh, and we actually nice. have a number of, uh, of special classes of MGs. And for especially for the people who think of MG and think of the wonderful 1950s and 60s MGs, the MGA and the MGB, that's terrific. But they will get to see a side of the manufacturer that they never knew existed. The range of pre-war MGs is just absolutely astonishing. Yeah. And so many of them look like miniature Bentleys and, and Invictas and Aston Martins and all sorts of things. And they're, they're absolutely fascinating. We've got a class, uh, again, very close to my heart, called Little Gems, which are all one liter and under custom-bodied Italian cars oh, wow. from the 1950s. And that's going to be a wonderful class to see. Um, and of course, people come to see um, the uh, Italian um, 
GT cars of the 1960s, you've got a speed and style class, which is centered around the great front-engine GT cars from Italy. And uh, we also have British icons. So you'll be able to compare side by side. Who's your favorite, the Aston Martin or a Ferrari, <laughs> which, which would be fantastic. There's lots of wonderful things. We've got a very small special display to uh, honor the recently departed uh, Giotto Pizzerini. There's a new company that is um, uh, putting out a new Bizzarini model, and we have that. We have the Bizzarini 5300 Strata from the Audrain Collections, as well as a Ferrari 250 GTO, one of uh, Joseph Bizzarini's greatest uh, uh, creations. And uh, another very exciting thing, of course, about the Concours this year is we have a new presenting sponsor for the Concours. Nice. Uh, the great watch company, A. Lange & Zerne, has come on as presenting sponsor of the Concours in a multi-year deal. And we're very excited uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, one, because this is A. Lange & Zerne's only such sponsorship in the U.S. They are the sponsor, presenting sponsor of the uh, Concurso d'Eleganza Villa d'Este. So that nice. gives an idea of what they think of us and the job yeah. we're doing. Plus, the uh, CEO, Willem Schmid, is a terrific guy, very much a car guy. He actually came as our guest uh, to Newport for the Newport Bristol Newport Veteran Car Tour. And uh, we got to spend some time together at Villa d'Este, uh, where the Audrain also showed a car, our, our ATS, 2500 GTS there. And uh, so looking forward to having Wilhelm and his uh, team here in Newport uh, to support us and to uh, really uh, help us continue our, our, our trip uh, upwards. Well, congratulations. I mean, there's just so much happening at this. I, I just can't emphasize enough. And, and that time of year is so beautiful to be in that part of the country. Uh, it's just magnificent. And I always encourage people, stay some extra days, tour Newport. Uh, you can go and look at the wonderful big homes. You and Jay did some wonderful uh, video series of you in front of some uh, very, very fine old homes. In fact, I think he loved you so much he bought a house there, right? Yes, indeed. Uh, Jay has a, a wonderful home here. And uh, again, once again, on the Audrain Museum Network, you can see our series, uh, Audrain Mansions and Motor Cars. And uh, we pick a wonderful historic home and we I choose three cars and we drive around and talk about the cars and, and, and what they mean. And uh, quite uh, quite famously now, I make a connection between the cars that we're driving and the home that we visit. And uh, Jay has given me such a uh, hard time, good naturedly, of course, as always, this is our relationship, about these tenuous connection between the cars and the house. And in fact, one of our seminars uh, that Jay and I are doing uh, during the Motor Week is entitled Tenuous Connections. And Perfect. so um, that, that should be a lot of fun uh, where we uh, discuss and agree or disagree, as we <laughs> often do, um, about uh, what might be a, a connective tissue between two very interesting stories in the car world. I love it. It's fantastic. There is so much happening, and it's going to be so such a wonderful event. But the great part about this is you have free aspects to this, things that the community and people visiting can come in and see. So it's not like you have to buy tickets to everything. Can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely, Mark. And I'm glad you brought that up because uh, in addition to the um, Concord Village at the International Tennis Hall of Fame, the admission to which is free of charge, it's the place where we have displays of uh, cars for sale by various vendors. Plus, of course, we have the uh, family area that we discussed before, where we'll have some great activities for kids and also 
The Tour d'Elegance, which takes place on Saturday, is a 50-mile tour, and many of the cars that are entered in the Concours on Sunday drive this tour, which leaves from Middletown, Rhode Island, drives through beautiful scenic areas through Tiverton and Little Compton, and comes back to Newport and parks on Bellevue Avenue in front of the museum and in front of the International Tennis Hall of Fame. We close the street, and all the Concours cars are parked there for everyone to enjoy, to take a look at, chat with the owners, and it's absolutely a wonderful moment, plus also on Saturday, we have our biggest cars and coffee event of the year at Fort Adams. Again, free for spectators to go and see. And we're expecting probably around 800 cars <laughs> to come to that cars and coffee. Oh my God. Yeah. So wow. it's, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. And um, it's such a great opportunity for people to see. And, and what often happens during the motor week, which I think is so special is because of, again, I keep coming back to my favorite word, experiential yes. nature of this car community. You will see wonderful, come to Newport, go to the restaurants, go to the shops and just watch the cars drive up and down the street. It's just a thrilling thing to, to see. And uh, and and also, I, I always tell people, as, as you mentioned, when you plan your trip to Newport, especially if you've never been here, don't come for a day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. need to spend time in, in this in this city because it's an extraordinary place. The history here, the, the physical beauty, the sea, the, the houses, it, it's just absolutely wonderful. During the Conqueror and Motor Week, we will have on display in the museum a very special exhibition called Stars of 30 Exhibitions. Oh, yeah. We're actually celebrating an anniversary of sorts. The Adrena Automobile Museum opened in October of 2014, and we just completed our 30th exhibition, More Than Just American Muscle. So this next exhibition is a celebration of the 30 exhibitions that have been held since the museum opened in October 2014. And we have highlights of it with the cars, but also photographs showing uh, many of the exhibitions and the range of cars in this exhibition is extraordinary from a Peel Trident to the Buick Y-Job on loan from the GM Heritage Collection, wow. the Porsche 904 from the Begovich Collection, which we showed at Pebble Beach last year, which won post-war preservation first place, will be in the show. We have a 1914 four-cylinder Pierce motorcycle. It's just going to be an extraordinary uh, show, showing the incredible range uh, of the shows that uh, we put on here at the Audrain Automobile Museum, which frankly is unmatched by any automobile museum in the country or indeed the world. No one does this. We change our exhibitions every three months, which is extraordinary. And we've got a great exhibition plan going out to the end of 2025. So there's lots going on here, lots to watch, lots to see, lots of reasons to make return visits. Well, geez, after all that, everybody should be online booking their flights and getting hotel rooms because this event is just spectacular. It's a lot. It's a lot. Before I let you go today, any last parting words of inspiration or advice for automotive enthusiasts out there, whether it's the Audrain Auto Museum or the Audrain Newport Concours and Motor Week? Mark, I may have said some variation of this probably <laughs> on every one of the shows we've done, but it's embrace your childhood enthusiast. <laughs> Be that little girl, that little boy that just breaks into a smile and breaks into a run and says, oh my God, I never seen. Because that is what makes every day of my life worthwhile. Reliving that excitement of being the eight-year-old boy who first discovered his love for cars is something that keeps me going every day. And everyone, I, I just 
implore you to, to just <laughs> just recognize that kid and let him or her go. Yeah, it's a wonderful concept, and it's for sure it's true. Uh, every time I go to a car event. I just, yeah, I feel like I'm a little kid again in a candy store. And that's what you'll experience this year at Audrey Newport Concours and Motor Week. It's September 29th to October 2nd. You got to attend. And again, uh, plan some extra time around this because that part of the country, there's so much to see. It's fantastic. You'll find everything at the website, audrainautomuseum.org. I hope to see you there. Donald, thank you for uh, returning again. And I want to do a shout out to Tom Gibson, who got us back together again at Gibson Communications. He brings me so many great guests. Donald. Thanks for being so generous as you always are with your time, your expertise, and cheering your wonderful enthusiasm for cars. Your inner child. <laughs> You're just a big kid. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the Audrain Newport Concours and Motor Week. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Always fun to chat with you. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives, The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!